0: And a very good Thursday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for wanting with us, Stephen Strom here. Marlins pound the Los Angeles Dodgers last night, 11-4. How about a nine-run fifth inning? Unbelievable stuff for Miami. They win their sixth game in a row. And as always, let's pass it off to the radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff.
1: Well, with a commanding victory over the Los Angeles Dodgers here at Lone Depot Park tonight, the Marlins have not only won this series against Los Angeles, but they've also matched a season high with six straight victories. They do it in commanding fashion tonight, and with a lot of pop at the plate. This is the 10th inning show with Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff, and oh Nelly, there's so much to discuss. This day started with the troublesome news that Sandy Alcantara is going to the injured list with uh, a right forearm flexor strain. Coupled with that. The guy that leads the club with homers, Jorge Solaris, hit the IEL with an oblique issue as well. So you're thinking coming into this game, it'd be pretty easy to say woe is us and this stinks and man, how the heck do we rebound? Well, apparently they didn't feel that way because the Marlins used a nine-run, eight-hit, serious thump bottom of the fifth inning and some terrific bullpen work here tonight to steamroll the Dodgers 11 to 4.
2: Yeah you're right you can sit there and sulk and kick cans all you want and say oh we just lost our best pitcher and our our best power hitter and what are we going to do now? Well they go out and they score 11 runs. You know it's great to see you got to be resilient you know stuff happens on teams that nobody wants to see. Uh, You look at Sandy you know probably not going to pitch the rest of the year but at the same time you gotta figure out how to how to move on and you gotta figure out how to win games. You're still in the playoff hunt, you can't let that get you down, as, as glim as it is, and and the news is not exactly what everybody wants to hear. I'm sure, you know, Skip Schumacher even said, Hey, this hasn't been a great start of the day, but it's you know what, it's been a great ending of the day. You know, Joey Wendell, it was great to see that he had a good game at the plate. You know, he's really struggled of late. He had three hits, the big home run in the fifth. Four RBIs, too. Yeah, it was it was an incredible night for him. You know, you look at the homers that the, the Marlins have hit over these last six games. You know, four against, I mean, the four games against the Nationals, the home runs have really carried them. And then here in the first two games against the Dodgers, and, you know, you look at this Dodger team, and they have the second-best record in the National League, and they've come in here flat. You know, they got beat three out of four against Atlanta. They got humbled against the Braves. They've lost the first two against the Marlins. The Marlins have really put it on them. You know, they got to Kershaw, and they got to Lance Lynn. Lynn, you know, retired the first nine in a row, or actually nine out of the first ten with the catcher's interference there in the first inning. This is going to look like a long night for the Marlins. And next thing you know, you know, the fourth inning, they left the bases loaded, and then nine runs in the fifth inning. It's really good to see, and now they have a chance to sweep. You know, win series is great, but you're only really gaining a game in some sense if you only win a series. Right. You go out and sweep, you gain two games. Right. And you try to separate yourself, and then, you, hey, you know what, then we go on and take, and then they go on and they take on the Phillies. You know, it's funny, We, you mentioned this, and I've
1: talked about it. You know, whoever gets that third wild card spot in the National League, somebody's got to get hot down the stretch. You know, we're so stuck on what's going on here, you're you kind of just always looking at other teams. But the Marlins are doing it. They've won six in a row. They're, they're doing the little things right. They're smashing the baseball. They're getting good pitching. And they're kind of that team that we've been talking about. Look at Get Philadelphia
2: hot. last year, right? Look right. at the Phillies last right. year. What did they do down the stretch? They got hot. And who they beat? They wound up beating them. The Braves right. had, had an outstanding. And it was the Marlins in Milwaukee year. that helped the Phillies yes. backdoor their way into the playoffs. Right. And that's know. all you have to do these next couple of weeks. Just continue because they're playing playoff baseball. The Marlins are playing playoff baseball because it's must win every night. Right. I and think it's they feel that urgency. That you can see the urgency, I think. Well, it's got to be. You got to be. The urgency is now. I mean, you, right. you look up. Now they win. And now you can look up at the scoreboard and the standing and say, OK, we're a half game now in that third wild card everybody else is still there san francisco starting to drop back a little bit but heck who knows if they can go on another winning streak these teams either arizona cincinnati san francisco they've all been up and down over these last couple weeks and the marlins have too and now they come into september hey they haven't lost in september yet let me ask you this before i let you run edward
1: cabrera tonight really good in relief you know, using a opener all the time is not very sustainable, but I think the thought now would be you use Shagwa and I thought Skip did a really nice job with Shagua, Okert and Puck kind of wiggling the way through the first four innings tonight, but I think Cabrera put himself in the conversation five days from now, he'll be the starting pitcher with
2: his performance this evening. Well, he had the luxury of the big lead and I think that really helped him. Uh, you know, there it was one to nothing and he, he was brought into a game, he walked the first couple guys and then all of a sudden the Marlins scored those runs, gave him the ability to relax a little bit out on the mound. He has electric fastball. He has electric stuff. It's just a matter of him commanding that stuff. He did a nice job after that lead. And, yes, I would agree with you. I mean, if they could go do the same thing, maybe have an opener and then go with Cabrera or just go ahead and start him. I mean, he probably right. deserves just a start. I mean, right. He's the guy that... You need to find somebody to fill in for Sandy. Right. And that would be it, Milwaukee, right? Yeah. yeah. That
1: would be Milwaukee.
2: What All is right. uh, it's Wednesday?
1: Monday. Monday in Milwaukee, first of four. All right, Nelly, it was a lot of fun tonight. Marlins won eleven four. I'll see you tomorrow night for Game Three. Absolutely. All right, that's Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to all the highlights from this ball game tonight. A matchup that featured Lance Lynn, the veteran, thirty-six-year-old right-hander for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Marlins utilizing an opener, JT Shagwa, started this ball game tonight for Miami, and uh, he was really, really good. He walked one in the first inning, and he tossed a scoreless first. Lance Lynn uh, was really good for the first three innings. There was catcher's interference. Nelly talked about that with two outs at the bottom of the first. Outside of that, he really rolled. He retired nine of the first ten he faced outside of that catcher's interference. Uh, J.T. Shagwa went one. Stephen Okert went two innings. He allowed a couple of hits, but no runs, one walk and one strikeout. And this was a scoreless game going to the top of the fourth inning tonight. A.J. Puck took over for Miami. He got two outs facing Muncie and Peralta, but he was not nearly as fortunate with Jason Hayward at the plate. The 3-2 pitch is cracked high and deep to right field. Forget about it. A.J. Puck just coughed up another homer. That thing is torpedoed into the seats behind the Dodgers' bullpen in right field. That's his 14th of the season, and the Dodgers have a 1-0 lead here in the top of the fourth inning. Well, you're thinking, all right, Puck gives up a homer. This is going to be a barn burner tonight. Can the Marlins find a way to get some runs? They came up empty in the bottom of the fourth inning. Edward Cabrera took over and in place of A.J. Puck in the fifth, where he walked two and struck out three. This was a one nothing game going to the bottom of the fifth inning, and that, well, for Marlins Nation is when it got really fun. The Marlins got a leadoff double from Jacob Stallings, and the next man to bat was Joey Wendell. A lot of room on the left side of the diamond as the 1-2 pitch is cracked.
3: High and deep. Right field. Come on. Go! Gone. Wendell. A bomb. His second of the season. The Marlins take the lead. They lead 2-1 here in the fifth.
1: So that just got the party started in what was a massive bottom of the fifth inning for Miami. After the two-run homer by Wendell, Lance Lynn... Walked Louisa Rise and then Jake Berger. And after getting Josh Bell to fly out to center field, it was Jazz Chisholm Jr.'s turn to get in on this big old party here tonight. And he attacks Jazz and he swings and hits a
3: fly ball in the air left field. Peralta's back! She is gone! A three run opposite field bomb for Jazz Chisholm Jr that's the big hit the marlins needed a three run bomb they lead five to one
1: jazz chisholm jr his 16th homer of the season he has three rbis tonight he's now got 40 on the season So with one out, nobody on base, five runs already in. Brian De La Cruz flew out to right field, but the inning was far from over. The next man to bat for Miami was Jesus Sanchez.
3: As Jesus Sanchez tees off on a cutter. This might go to the second deck, and she does. A bomb for Jesus. Wow, his 12th of the season. The Marlins have scored six runs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. They've done it on three homers.
2: That was tanked.
3: Well, they hit the three
1: homers, but the inning was still not over. After the two-out solo shot by Jesus Sanchez, Xavier Edwards singled. Jacob Stallings then dropped down a bunt base hit. Remember, he was the one that started the bottom of the fifth inning. He had a single and a double and two runs scored in the bottom of the fifth. The Marlins had runners at first and second with two outs for Joey Wendell again. Joey Wendell is a ground ball hit towards the middle of the diamond flagging
3: it down his bats and it sneaks by him the ball's in shallow center field on his horse how about this Xavier Edwards scores all the way from second on an infield single for Joey Wendell and the Marlins have a 7-1 lead.
1: Betts had the baseball in his leather, but he kind of stumbled and he kicked it out of his own glove, and then he went to grab the baseball and he kicked it with his right foot. That allowed Xavier Edwards to score from second base. The Marlins at that point, after the RBI two-out single from Joey Wendell, had runners at first and second with two outs for Louisa Rise. One-two pitch to a Rise. There's a
3: line drive! Left center field, the base hit! Stallings will score easily! Albin picks it up on the warning track! Here comes Wendell! Rojas didn't throw it in time! That's a two-out, two-run double for Luisa Rise! Oh, the Marlins are laying it on thick on the Dodgers. Here in the bottom of the fifth inning, they lead
1: 9-1. It was a nine-run, eight hit. Bottom of the fifth inning for the Marlins, their biggest inning, or their, their biggest single inning total of the season. They had a 9-1 lead after five innings of play. Edward Cabrera, them with that 9-1 lead, all of a sudden in line for a victory, allowed a two-out single in the sixth. He worked a perfect seventh, and the Marlins got the party started again in the bottom of the seventh inning. With two outs, Joey Wendell was at the plate, and Jesus Sanchez was at second base. 0-2 pitch to Wendell is carved towards the gap. Right center field, the base hit for Joey Wendell. Scoring is Jesus Sanchez. Joey Wendell has an RBI two-out double here in the seventh inning. He's played at four here tonight. He's now triple shy of the cycle. So Wendell doubled with two outs, and then Yuli Gurriel pinch hit, and he said, hey, I'd like to get in on this as well to try to stay hot was a detriment as Yuli Gurriel swings and he hits a line drive down the right field line, extra bases into the corner for Yuli Gurriel. Wendell will whack home plate and the Marlins have a ten run, eleven to one lead here in the seventh. How about that eleven to one after seven? Edward Cabrera would then go on to toss a perfect eight inning. His night would end after four innings, a shutout ball, a hit, two walks, and eight strikeouts. That ties a single game record with eight strikeouts for a Marlins reliever in franchise history he gave the ball to Brian Hoeing in the 11-1 game in the ninth inning the first three men all scored there was a double an E6 and a two-run homer it was 11-4 but Hoeing would then settle in he would get Miguel Rojas to ground out to third Colton Wong grounded out three unassisted to Yuli Gurriel who made a terrific diving stop with one out in the ninth inning and then the last hope for the Dodgers here tonight was the first baseman Michael Bush And they're still hanging around. The 3-2 pitch to Michael Bush has hit foul, and now the remaining crowd of 10,591 here at Lone Depot Park tonight will come to their feet. Marlins with an 11-4 lead, and they're about to win their sixth game in a row and win another series. Can they run down a playoff spot in 2023? The 3-2 pitch to Michael Bush is swung on it, missed strike three. The Marlins' winning streak has reached six. They are fueled by a nine-run, eight-hit bottom of the fifth inning tonight off Lance Lynn and the Dodgers. The Marlins have taken this series from Los Angeles with a real big 11-4 victory here in game two tonight. What a uh, terrific night for the Marlins here. Eleven runs on thirteen hits, one error, and six men left on base for the Dodgers. Four runs, six hits, two errors, and six men left on base. Edward Cabrera, the winning pitcher tonight, six and six this season. Lance Lynn, the loser, he's ten and eleven. Total time of game: two hours and thirty-seven minutes. In front of ten thousand five hundred and ninety-one, here inside the air-conditioned comfort of Lone Depot Park. Here tonight with the victory, the Marlins are seventy-two and sixty-seven, and with the loss, the Dodgers are eighty-four and fifty-four. To get you caught up on the out-of-town scoreboard. The Seattle Mariners just beat the Cincinnati Reds. The Miami Marlins currently hold that third and final wild card spot. They're a half game up in that wild card race in the National League. How about that? Okay, for the Marlins tonight, as we uh, break down this game just a little bit further, Luis Arise was one for three. He has run his hitting streak to nine games. Jake Berger, 0 for three. Josh Bell was one for three. Chisholm was two for four with a homer and three RBIs. De La Cruz 0 for 4. Jesus Sanchez 2 for 3 with a homer and an RBI. Xavier Edwards was 1 for 4. Jacob Stallings 2 for 4. And Joey Wendell was 3 for 4. Those two combined tonight. Wendell and Stallings to go 5 for 8 with a homer and four runs batted in. Wendell collecting all four RBIs here tonight. For the Marlins pitching staff this evening, they struck out 12 on the heels of striking out 10 last night. And that means that $300 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative.
0: Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to a very happy Skip Schumacher after the 11-4 victory over the Dodgers.
4: Skip, what was it like watching that
5: fifth inning unfold? (laughs) It was great. Uh, I mean, the bottom of the order was outstanding today. Um, Up and down the lineup, everybody contributed. um, But, you know, Stallings um, and Wendell um, really starting that inning with lead-up double. And then Wendell trying to get him over and got him over and in, which was awesome. We've been talking about it. and He was kicking himself the first two pitches, swinging through. And, um, you know, big hit. Uh, He had had a couple big hits today. Um, It's good to see him, you know, going. He's been he's been fighting. I mean, it's been, he's every day, he's fighting to get back on track and um, obviously not what he's, where he's want, wants to be, you know, this part of the season, but um, you can throw all that stuff away now that we're trying to get to where we want to get to with, you know, 20 some odd games left. And, um, so he's, uh, you know, he's out there trying to, you know, win every bat and win every game. But, um, I thought our bullpen was outstanding. Um, and, you know, obviously cabby going in four innings, one, one hit, um, you know, really can't say enough about the bullpen and what they did today.
4: Obviously, the news about Solaire and Sandy it could have been so deflating, but how would you describe the way almost everybody kind of challenged themselves to, to step up and, and try and, you know, overcome some tough news?
5: Yeah, it shows you what kind of leadership we have in that clubhouse. It shows you, you know, our staff and, you know, how strong they are as a group. And um, we weren't going to let that happen to our group. If, you know, the pity party and no one feels sorry for us, you um, it sucks to lose Soler and Sandy. There's no doubt about it, um, and you can feel bad and feel sad uh, for them. But you know, there's a game to be played and a game to be won. Um, Sandy and Soler were still in the dugout for nine innings. Um, that shows you what kind of guy, you know, what kind of guys we have in that clubhouse, and they really do care for one another. And as much as they're sick to their stomach that they can't be out there with us, um, we still feel their presence because they're there. Um, Obby's in the dugout. I mean, there's guy, guys that are hurt are still there. JD's in there. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's, it's been pretty cool to see this group come, come together and um, this culture building and, you know, kind of what we were hoping for early in spring. And um, you're kind of seeing, you know, what that what winning looks like now.
6: Uh, Lance Lane holds you guys at Bay of the first four. What did change between those first four and the fifth?
5: Um, yeah, he was. I mean, he's just pumping his fastball bias, top of the zone. Yeah, he has three different fastballs. It, I know it says just says fastball, but he's got a sinker, a ride with cut, um, a riding fastball, and, a, and kind of a cut uh, fastball. And um, he gives you trouble because he's uh, he bullies you, and he's got a good changeup too at times. Um, you know, we just couldn't get to the fastball, and um, you know, I think you know, obviously Joey, you know, <laughs> Mabry was. Mabes in the hitting group, but they were pushing for Joey to start today. Um and it, you know, Mabry just had this gut feeling that Joey was gonna have a, a great game and um so it's all credit to him, like he, he's gonna do something today and um and uh so it's it pretty cool that we were joking on the bench, you know, that you know, he should just manage, you know, because he's obviously ha- you know, had like, this gut feeling and um anyway, um but I think just getting to the fastball was the difference and um, then you just started, you know, guy, guys hitting out in front a little bit more and guys were just getting a little bit too deep. Um, and, you know, it, it's a different fastball. It just gets on you more than you think. And um, it just took a, a guys a couple innings to figure it out.
1: With Cabrera, I mean, he goes out there for the first time and then I think automatic ball already, a couple walks. Just what did you see from him, the way he was able to bounce back and then just to give the kind of dominant performance? I don't know.
5: Well, that's how he's so nasty. And that's what is like, it makes you mad at times because he's so nasty. You talk to other people and other, you know, imposing teams when they after they face him and they say he's got the best stuff in the game. We, we have not seen this type of stuff. Um, if he's in the zone, this is what you get. Um, so we, you know, I told you guys, you know, before the game, we have to be creative and try to win games. Um, I felt like the bullpen was Shargi, Oki, Puck to Cabrera. I don't think probably anybody saw that coming. And, Um, It's just a credit to those guys because they have been put in different spots all year long. Puck's been a closer. He pitched the fourth. Shargi's been the seventh, eighth, closed also. He pitched the first. Oki, same thing. Um, And then for them to just be like whatever you need to to win, we're in, including Cabby. Cabby's never, at least for me, pitched out of the bullpen. I don't know what the history was. I don't think he ever has um, to do that. Um, you know, maybe we do open and he comes in. We'll still have to talk about that, but again, we're going to be creative with Cabby. We'll be creative with Hoeing. Um, guys are going to have to provide length. Somebody's going to have to provide length. We're not just going to kill our bullpen. Um, but for him to do that um, was was excellent tonight against a really good offense.
6: Was there consideration to let him go the ninth? Who's at, I think seventy-two pitches?
5: Uh, no, because Hoeing hasn't pitched in a while, um, and so if we do, if he does need to pitch in bulk here in a couple of days. Um, I don't want him to have ten, eleven days off or whatever it is. So he he needs to pitch, and he needed to pitch today. I didn't care really what the result was because the sinker slider guy, um, he it, it's a feel thing. If they they don't feel it, then at least that didn't happen in like the second through the fifth inning or whatever. Where, whatever we end up doing, um, you know, his next maybe turn. Um, so it, it's it's good to get him out there.
6: Uh, Stallings, they will have a double and a bunt in addition to what he does has defensively. Just has to see him using the power and also be able to drop a bunt for a second
5: he's been hitting really well lately um that washington series he was hitting really well t- against tampa he's been putting together some really good at bats if, if it wasn't for abrams he'd have a lot more hits and a lot more rbis as well um but he so he's been swinging you know really well lately the bunt at that moment it, you're trying to add runs that offense is as good as anybody's in the league I have zero issue with him bunting right there. Um, We added a couple more runs. I never feel like any real lead is safe uh, with, you know, what kind of lineup and firepower they have over there. I thought it was a really good time. I thought Jazz had a really good bunt as well. Um, Just shows you that he doesn't have to act like that four-hole hitter. You know, he can bunt, he can hit a home run, he can do a lot of different things. Um, And so just, you know, up and down the lineup, just an outstanding day. Oh, with Jazz back-to-back nights
4: with home runs, kind of been hitting over 300 since kind of, the change in kind of bat stance there. Just what else have you seen aside from the stance that's kind of changed with Jazz's approach?
5: I don't feel like he's trying to hit home runs, even though like some of those do look like some of the swings are. He's hitting 450 feet or whatever it is. Um, I still feel like he's taking good at bats and not over swinging. Sometimes when you hit a couple of home runs, you you start to over <clears throat> excuse me over swing. Um, he's got enough twitch and enough talent. He doesn't need to create more. And uh, I think he's starting to understand that and with the new stance, it's not a it's not toe tap, it's not a highlight kick, it's just use your talent, use your mind and your brain and then figure this thing out and he's, he's starting to figure out who he is as a player. He, he, if we can get him to play 160 one day, it's going to be really, really special. But uh, the next 24 is going to be big, and he's the type of player that can you know carry us. I mean, through the next three weeks, he's that talented. We I don't want him to feel that pressure to do that, and that's not it at all. Um, but he that just shows you what kind of talent he has in that middle of the order with the Bell, you know, Burger. Um, it's it's uh, you know, really excited about that middle of the order. De La Cruz, Sanche, Sanchez. We even talked about Sanchez. He hit the ball. It's hard to anybody's today. So um, just good day.
7: Um, specifically with Xavier Edwards uh, bouncing back after uh, pretty much getting robbed of what would have been some runs in the third inning. Um, how good was it to see him bounce back from that kind of crushing uh, blow after hitting the ball so well?
5: Uh, but like that, the bounce back like base hit you're saying yeah, yeah just like you ran out a ball um against Lynn, yeah, beat him to the bag uh x is a pro um you know they were uh joey and the company were giving him a little bit of crap because he didn't hit it out and then all the home runs happened after him um but he took a good swing um he controls the strike zone so well you feel like he gets deep counts um extends at bats um He's not fun to pitch to because you're you're seeing six, seven, eight pitch at bats time and time again. Um, so when he does get these starts, um, you know that I I know I'm going to get that type of an at bat. And uh, he plays good defense. Um, so yeah, he's he's a pro. I got a chance to catch
0: up with Jacob Stallings and get his thoughts on the victory. Jacob, nine runs in that fifth inning. What change and what was that dugout like?
4: I mean. Um... You know, at the bottom of the order, we feel like anytime we can get on base, you know, just setting the, setting it up for the top of the order, good things are going to happen. And you know, obviously, I hit the double, and Joey hits the big home run, so we weren't on base, but um, just a great start to the inning, and the guys just kept going and kept going. Um, you know, just great at bats. I mean, great at bats all the way around. I thought I thought Lynn, Lynn was giving us a little trouble our first couple times through the order, um, and then we kind of got on time with his fastball, but. Yeah, just great at bats all the way around. Was that one of the best punch you've ever had in your career? I don't know. I mean, Strider earlier this year was pretty good, too. But I didn't even really see it off the bat, honestly. I just saw it was down and just ran. So uh, I had a feeling if I could just get it down over there, it would be it would be good. So Jacob, obviously a hectic day today with
0: Sandy going on the IL. Edward Cabrera tonight. What did you think of his performance?
4: It was great. I mean... You know i i I give our coaching staff a lot of credit mixing and matching those first four innings i think um, just did a really good job i mean we only gave up the one run and um and then yeah i mean we take the lead cabbie gets out of a jam in the in the fifth we take the lead in the fifth and cabbie threw strikes and gave us exactly what we needed so yeah he was great last one for you six in a row
0: where's this team's confidence right now
4: yeah it's high i mean (laughs) You know, I think in Washington, we just kind of um, kind of rekindled just having fun. And obviously when your offense is going, it's, it's easier to have fun. But, uh, you know, it was, um, yeah, just a great, I mean, it's been fun. We're right in the thick of the race, so we just got to keep going. Right,
0: before we get hurt by any of these rappers, let's get out of here. We need you to stay healthy. Thank you, Jacob. Sounds good. Thank all right, Kyle, back to right, you. All right, Steven. Joey Wendell had a big breakthrough. It's been a tough stretch for Joey Wendell, but delivered a big home run to give the Marlins a lead. He ends up going three for four with four RBIs. Let's hear what Joey had to say after the game.
6: You know, when
8: you, when you play for an extended period of time at a level that you know you're capable of much, much better. It's you know obviously frustrating, um, but at this point, like, like you know, we put all that aside and, and you know whatever whatever's best for the team so um you know we're in a playoff race we're in, the, we're in the thick of it and so to continue to get um you know an opportunity to be in the lineup and uh you know to contribute is uh, you know just really thankful
6: what do you think or what do you hope a game like this can do for you
8: yeah i mean you know i feel like in general i've been making pretty decent contact haven't you know found too much in, you know in past series or so um you know to get a couple to fall and Um, You know, to drive a few is, you know, do a lot for for the confidence, you know, and hitting can be contagious. So, you know, as a team, we've been swimming pretty well the past, you know, five, six games. So, uh, you know, I'd love to, you know, get hot and continue to contribute. But, uh, you know, see. What was it like, I guess, in that
1: being part of that nine? Run inning. Like you you and another had two. Hits. Yeah. It has,
8: it has been done since like yeah. I mean a lot of um, a lot of just good at bats. You know, um, grinding out bats. Um, you know, Jazz with the big home run. Santu with the big home run. Um, the, Luis with the big double. I mean, you know, just you know, good at bat after good at bat. Just fun to be a part of that. You know, you, you kind of uh, yeah, You cheering the guys on. You like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm up again. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's really? it's fun. She's it's good totally to good, it? good to hit twice and one in. <laughs>
1: Why do you think this club, and we keep hearing from different guys that, you know, let's say in solar let's say, are out, but they're in the club, you know, the dugout cheering or, like, guys, maybe they're strong, they're still cheering. What is it about the culture that's being built that yeah, I mean, lends itself have, to that?
8: We have a lot of selfless guys. I mean, we have a lot of guys that, that want to make to the playoffs, a lot of guys that want to see other guys do well, um, you know, and that's what you need, especially, you know, as much shifting around the lineup as we do. You know, obviously, we have our guys that, you know, play every day, but, um, you know, when guys. Aren't aren't playing they're you know, they're they're pulling for the guy who's playing their position which you know is, is just fun it's all about winning right now it's all about um you know passing the baton uh you know which kind of been a thing that we've been saying all year so um so yeah i mean it says a lot about you know just the, the culture that the staff has kind of brought in and i think uh, you know the guys in the clubhouse as well <laughs> okay, <laughs>
0: With the news of uh, Sandy Alcantara going on the 15-day I.L., the Marlins are going to be um, in need of a starting pitcher or at least someone to eat up innings, and Edward Cabrera was recalled, gave the Marlins four innings, gave up just one hit, eight punch-outs. Let's hear what Caby had to say after the game translated by Louis Durante.
4: Working really hard while you were down in the minor leagues on attacking the strike zone. How would you assess those innings for yourself tonight, especially when it came to command?
7: Sí, sabemos que tú trabajando bastante, sobre todo en tu control en língas menores. Hablan eh, un poquito de eso, de, de ese resumen de, del día de hoy, sobre todo en esa parte del comando. Uh, ¿Qué te digo? Gracias a Dios uh, se vio el resultado, sabes, de lo que fui hacer a hacer a AAA, que atacar la zona, vamos. Uh, yeah, what can I can say, Actually, um, you know, um, actually you can see the results of what I was working on in AAA right there. Uh, obviously the first inning uh, had some struggles in the beginning, but um very happy that uh, uh, everything went well.
6: It just to be able to bounce back after the two walks in the first inning, uh, settle in afterwards, How important was that? Yes,
7: sí, eso, eso de poder recuperar ese ese control del juego después de, de haber dado esas dos bases por bola en el line. Qué qué tan importante es. Uh, mucho. Sabes, a pesar de, de esas dos bases por bolas, uh, mi enfoque fue atacar la zona and to y y poder get los outs, quickly. Yeah, it meant a lot, you know, to get back oh, after that. The two walks, uh, my focus, like uh, I've been telling everybody, is attacking the zone. And uh, I was able to do that after that uh, that inning. What do you
1: hope you showed the team, you know, maybe the coaching
7: staff organization with an outing like this, moving forward? What do you think you can show to all the coaches and to the organization and to everyone after a exit like this, for the future? What do you think you can expect from the rest? What do you estar aquí, estar aquí con el equipo, entiende, y ayudarlo. I think being here is the most important part. Uh, being here helping teammates, help the team. It doesn't matter
6: where what's gonna be my role if I'm coming out of the bullpen and am starting games, the most important part is about helping the team. That said, what was it like coming out of the bullpen and entering in the middle of the game compared to the starting? Talking
7: about entonces, how can you compare that esa of de venir the bullpen en realidad, no estoy acostumbrado a game que already started? A little different from normal. In reality, I'm not used to it, but it doesn't matter. As I said, it's to do the adjustments and do the work. It was different, I got to tell you. I'm not used to, to come out of the bullpen always starting games. But uh, like I told you, you, know, it's just about making the adjustment and helping the, the guys.
0: All right, we're right back at it. It's going to be the series finale between the Marlins and the Dodgers, 640, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 610. How about a nice sweep here for Miami? Get to seven in a row and off to Philly. I would love it. We hope you can join us at Lone Depot Park. But if you can't, at Marlins Radio, Marlins Radio Network, iHeart Radio, Fox Sports 940. I mean, we hope you can join us because the Marlins are hot and it's really getting exciting. Thanks for rewinding with us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.